Well, iHub Radio has left the building, both literally and figuratively. Hi friends, this is John McMullen, co-founder and chief content officer of the Coachella Valley region's only around-the-clock local news talk and entertainment broadcaster. It may sound simply like a promotional slogan when we talk about being local, and our friends in the media and entertainment industry would like you to think that it's just not a big deal. But let me ask you this, would you rather hang with a friend or a total stranger? Would you rather be disagreeable or find common interests, likes, and ways to understand one another better? Are you more concerned about what's going on in the desert cities or the other DC 2,500 miles east of here? In 2018, we launched iHub Radio from the iHub Accelerator Campus in Palm Springs as a native of this valley, a startup venture that was destined to be the place where listeners wouldn't be spoon-fed nationally syndicated one-flavor radio shows all day and all night long. Now that we've graduated from our roots, are well beyond our terrible twos, and talking about a huge variety of subjects that makes life not only more interesting than nonstop political banner all day long, we felt that our fall 2021 season was the perfect timing for revealing the all-new Radio 111. Our name is fitting. Like the namesake highway that spans our Coachella Valley, Radio 111 will be the destination online for news, conversation, and even live performances and events that will be both broadcast and presented before live audiences. Our new partnership with the Palm Springs Cultural Center and our long-standing partnership with the Desert Sun and USA Today Network will be an important part of what we will present for you each hour and each day. Arts and entertainment, business and economic development, health and wellness, education and employment, local, regional, and state government working for you, comedy, fantasy sports, technology and the web, addiction recovery, storytelling and discussions with fascinating neighbors and visitors alike, pet adoption and care, senior living, LGBTQ+, community action advocacy, food, spirits, and even a little talk about weed. From A to Z and from you to me, if it's part of life in the 760, it's part of our talking about it on Radio 111. Our schedule kicks off live on Saturday, September 25th at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Radio111.com. What's to come? Well, check out this preview. And this is just the beginning. Health and Wellness on Tate Talks with Jason Tate. As a functional medicine certified health coach, this is how I met Dr. Joseph Scherger. He's a primary care family medicine in 365 at Eisenhower Argyros Center. He's a leader in transforming the office practice and has special interests in nutrition and wellness. He's the author of two books, 40 Years in Family Medicine and Lean and Fit, A Doctor's Journey to Healthy Nutrition and Greater Wellness. I'd like for you to explain to me and talk about functional medicine a little bit. Sure, well functional medicine is a change of focus 
from mainstream medicine. Mainstream medicine diagnoses what health problem you have, we call it a disease, Mm -hmm. and then comes up with a treatment program to either hopefully get rid of or manage that disease. And medicine today is dominated by chronic health problems like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, diabetes, arthritis problems, the list is very, very long. There are 10,000 recognized mm. classification of diseases. In functional medicine, we look for the root cause of the disease. It turns out our lifestyle, our modern uh, industrial uh, American lifestyle is at the root cause of most of our diseases. Local entertainment and culture, the desert scene with Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza. So happy now to welcome to the show James Botan, the youth music director and conductor for the Butter Rogers Youth Symphony. Hi, James. How are you? Hi there. So you got a big event coming up. The L.A. Phil affiliates in the desert have partnered with Coachella Valley Symphony and the Buddy Rogers Youth Symphony to present a Zoom salon on Tuesday, April 27th, 5 p.m. This this sounds really like a great event. Yeah, it is. I'm really excited for it. The L.A. Phil affiliates, uh, they're an organization that is partnered or runs through the Los Angeles Philharmonic that works to kind of give exposure or give uh, more outreach opportunities to local community orchestras and other organizations. And we were really happy to be able to have an event with them. So we're going to be talking about my history with the organization, which has been relatively new. There's some fun stories there. Our music director, John Mario, is a crack up and we're going to have sure she's certainly going to be having a great time. Mornings are fun and random on The Hangout with Jeremy Wayne. When we're given a wrong order, we usually don't send it back. I don't unless it's egregiously wrong. If I ask for a burger and they give me a cheeseburger, they slap cheese on it, vice versa, you know, unless I'm allergic to it or it tastes really bad, I'll just deal with it. It's just food. It's a real test when you meet somebody new, a friend, whatever. Go out to eat with them. See how they treat the uh, waiting staff. If they're horrible to the waiting staff, ditch that M effort immediately. And when you're at a party, strong introverts, or you're not a strong introvert, but you're at a party and you hear somebody say, I'm going to run to the bathroom, it's probably an introvert. Translation, I need a few moments of quiet refuge, so I'm going to stand in the bathroom, take some deep breaths, and carefully concoct an exit strategy that can be executed in 30 minutes or less. When you have a dinner party, now that we're opening back up and you're inviting people into your homes, sure, you can spend the night. When you get to the end, of your dinner party. You're gonna know, I here's, I'm gonna signal something. I'm gonna show you the signal. There's a sign. You'll see who the biggest introverts are at your dinner party. They're enjoying themselves. It's just, they're ready to go home, but they're afraid to be the first one to leave. So they wait and they wait. And then finally somebody leaves. Doesn't matter if they're introvert or extrovert. All of a sudden when one person goes and a few more go immediately right after that, those are the strong introverts right there or it's a couple or a group that's got a strong introvert in it. We are waiting for you to cue us, to make it okay. We do not want to be the first. We wait and we wait and we get pissed off, right? We're like, damn, why doesn't somebody get up and leave? I need to leave. I don't want to draw attention to myself. I need somebody else to do that because I'm horribly insecure. And then, well, you know, we've got kids at home and, oh, I got to go home too. And like, you know, a bunch of us get up and leave. That's us. Yeah. We're just waiting for that first person to do it. See? Some tips. For me, Jeremy Wayne, this is The Hangout. Regional history discussion on the Coachella Valley Chronicles with Randy Florence. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Coachella Valley Chronicles. I am Randy Florence. 
As you know from listening each week on the show, we're going to be exploring the valley by talking to the people who helped build the desert and witnessed its tremendous growth. Today, I want to focus on a very special spot in the Cove and La Quinta, the La Quinta Hotel and Resort. Our first guest today has many of the inside stories about the La Quinta Resort, as well as many others about the valley. Judy Bossler has had a 40-year career in hospitality and tourism, including her 13 years as manager of the La Quinta Hotel. She also managed the Skins Golf Game, the Betty Ford Pro-Am, the Frank Sinatra Celebrity Golf Tournament, and the Giddings Cup, a national amateur event. She also wrapped up her career with the Greater Palm Springs Convention and Visitors Bureau. Judy, thank you for joining me. Hi, Randy. So good to talk to you. Film and video reviews on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. I guess that's really the flaw of this movie would be it feels kind of more like it could work better as a play, but I still loved it. I still had a great time with this movie, probably because Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price are just so good in their parts because they have great chemistry together. I think I like the fact that Anthony Hopkins is a little bit more aggressive as Pope Benedict while Jonathan Price is a little bit more fun. And I like seeing that sort of opposites attract sort of thing. And I and I appreciate that. I also think that there's sort of a visual contrast how throughout the film Pope Benedict wears the white robes and the white robe traditionally for the Pope while Jonathan Price's character wears the cardinal outfit which is the black and red aesthetic and I think it's very striking so the cinematographer and the costume designer they got to get a lot of credit for making it very easy for me to identify these characters not that they're not but it's very striking how much you can tell with these costumes. You can see how even though one man is dressed like the Pope, the other man who is not dressed like the Pope feels more Pope-like, a little bit closer to our perception of it. So for me, very fascinating to look at. I also got to say that they do have a brief moment where they have a sort of a surprise post-credits moment, and I think it was very good, very funny, and it paid off a very wonderful little moment within the characters in, in the Pope's house. A smart forum on weed. The Buzz with Jocelyn Kane. I've talked about cannabis business. I've talked about cannabis tourism. I've talked about microdosing. I've talked about so many things on this show, but I haven't talked about cannabis education. And we are lucky enough to have one of our esteemed institutions, the College of the Desert, who have decided we're going to talk a little bit about the history of that College of the Desert to create some cannabis training. And I have two guests today, Pam Hunter and Veronica Izurieta. But I do want to preface the conversation with wanting to know a little bit of the history of how College of the Desert came to this decision. What were some of the stumbling blocks? What made you think this will work? How did the first set of classes go? And and certainly talking about how it's structured under the PACE program. Thank you for allowing us to come on. When the cannabis industry really began to grow in the Valley, we knew that a trained workforce was essential to the success of the industry. College of the Desert, our board of trustees, and our leadership saw this as another opportunity for economic development in the Valley. Fantasy Sports Insight and Oddities, the Fantasy Warlock with Jimmy Francisco. Talking fantasy football, fantasy team names will be coming up, fantasy punishments. If you have a great punishment in your league, 
that we haven't talked about, call in, text it in. Patients are just looking, hey man, I lost my fantasy football league and I had to shave my eyebrows. My favorite one, this one is just god awful embarrassing and just funny. They call it date night. This group has a mascot for their league and the mascot is a blow up doll. And every year the loser has to take said blow up doll dressed up on a date at a restaurant, local restaurant. They have to sit there and order it a meal and have a meal themselves and talk to the blow-up doll all night while they're eating like they were having a regular date with somebody while the other guys sit at another table and take pictures and laugh and get to watch everybody's response in the restaurant watching this person sit with a blow-up doll and eat. Comedy fun. It's shenanigans with Bossy and Sugar Britches. You are listening to Shenanigans. I am Chris Bossy. I am Jonathan Carmel Sugar Britches. I don't know if you've ever tried to do comedy, but I'm going to tell you that it is so hard. You got to feed off the crowd, right? So hard. When and if there's they're not, sitting there stone-faced looking at you, all seven of them. You're going to bomb, no matter how funny your jokes are. I'm always talking with newsmakers and community leaders on The John McMullen Show. It's my pleasure to welcome back 56th District Assembly member Eduardo Garcia from Sacramento. He is here to talk with us about stuff that is happening throughout the state of California and what is going on in particular right here in the Coachella Valley and the Imperial Valley. And Eduardo, first of all, thank you for coming back. Happy California Agriculture Day. Thank you, John, for having us and uh, thank all of our farmers and uh, their uh, partners at the hip, our farm workers, for uh, continuing to do what they do day in and day out to make sure that the, the shelves at the stores are supplied, that our tables have food on them, and ultimately that um, during this entire pandemic, uh, there's been uh, very little to none when it comes to an interruption of the food chain supply, but uh, clearly a lot of work to be done. So thank you to our farmers and, and the farm workers who make that happen. The Valley is diverse and so is our programming. LGBTQ Talk with Jeff Hawker. A great activist who, who, who has spent her life serving in the military and I want to welcome to the show Dr. Greta Kamemeyer, Colonel U.S. Army. How are you doing? Just fine, thank you. If you were able to marry, there was a little difficulty. Was your marriage reversed because of the laws? Well, early on, as soon as Oregon uh, opened up that window before uh, marriage equality took place, uh, Oregon had allowed individuals to, to get married. And so we eloped and went from Seattle to Portland and got married in that brief uh, period of time. And a, a year later, received notification from the Oregon Supreme Court that our marriage was nullified. And so they sent us back our money, uh, but we still felt very married. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was still not quite the same. It was extremely disappointing. And then, uh, of course, as soon as marriage equality was permitted, then we did the real thing and got married the first date that we could here in Washington State, the 9th of December. And uh, so that was sort of the rest of the story. But, you know, we think of our relationship as going back to when we first met, which is now almost 33 years ago. Everything, cars and trucks, and the auto industry from zero to 100, it's all revved up. The good news is that Ford has confirmed that it sold out its 2021 Mustang Mach-E really? first edition. 
And just to, so you know, the carbonized gray is the most popular color with a 38% take rate, followed by grabber metallic blue is uh, 35% was the take rate. And then rapid red is third with 27%. More than 80% are, are reservations for the extended range battery. And a majority, 55%, are opting for all-wheel drive. Almost 30% of the Mach-E sales uh, are for the performance version, which is the most expensive version. So 30% are opting for the most expensive version, and 55% just want the long-range version. So people are spending a lot of money. More than one quarter of all reservations are coming from California. So do I taste the wine first or the food first? One major thing about food and wine pairing, always taste the food and wine in your mouth at the same time. How do I do that? Usually we chase food with wine or wine with food. The best way to do it is to have the bite and then All right, have that's the what I'm going to do. Wine. So keep so talking. I'm going to bite and sip. And now, transmitting our signal to wine lovers of the world, we bring you Grape Encounters with David Wilson. Peel me a grape. Radio 111. It's talk and entertainment in good taste and that tastes great sometimes too. Coming September 25th, follow us on Facebook at Radio 111 Palm Springs, same for Instagram, and we tweet for you at Radio 111 PS on Twitter or go to Radio111.com. 